0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all new, better than ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to BrooksRunning.com to learn more. He's got Ferrera at the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferrera to get his second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of J.T. Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo. Welcome back to another 15 Minutes with Finn. Guys, we're coming at you post-draw in Montreal. And uh, first of all, like, share, rate, review, and subscribe. Okay, let's do that. Leave good reviews, five stars and up. Also, don't forget, on October 13th, next Friday, that's right, next Friday at Galveston Bay Brewing, there's a Halloween costume party, and if you come in costume, you get free beer. So normally, guys, I go and I rant and I rave for 15 minutes after each episode, excuse me, after each uh, game. But what we're going to do now, some a little different. I asked for uh, opinions and thoughts about last night, okay? So let's go through those. This is going to be a little different. It should be fun. All right, from Instagram, Cesar Rodriguez writes, Played very well into the last 10 minutes. Missed some chances to go up 2 nothing. A point on the road while resting a few starters isn't bad, but so close to three points. Yeah, man. We rotated a lot of guys. Hector stayed home. Um, This was necessary. Because the Colorado game is a must-win. We're in the playoffs. We are in the playoffs. So, right now, we are playing for two home games instead of one. I know, man. That was... I'm a firm believer that you cannot take your foot off the gas. And we did. And it came back to bite us in the ass, but that was a hell of a goal. That was a half-volley goal, smoked in the bottom corner. Steve never saw it. All right, from the Discord. Sig writes, we're in the playoffs. Yeah. All excitement aside, how should, excuse me, all excitement aside, how worried should we be about our recent late-game defensive shape? Not really. None. We had a heavily rotated squad. I mean, they scored in the dying Embas. The last, the le- that was the last play of the game. We gave up clean sheets in Vancouver and St. Louis as well, he writes. How do we get back to consistently locking it down? Guys, we ran Steris at the left back. Normally, that's Escobar. Hedebe at the left center back. Normally, that's Mikhail. And Bartlow at the right center back. Normally, it's Vyachenko. So, to me, I looked at this match as Ben thinks we can win, but he's okay with a tie. I don't know. I don't know. I love Ben. He's fucking great. That's my manager, baby. Alright, also from the Discord, Aiden writes, A bit frustrated. We had the chances to put the game away, but I'll take the points. Yo, so did they. They had quite a few chances to, put, to, to take the lead. Kyoto fucking bottled a few. Now, Kowalczyk almost had that one. But yeah, we'll take the point. Take a point on the road. It's fine. Gone are the days of losing on the road and throwing it home. I love that we're expecting wins. Like, we're like, okay, the point's fine, but we should have won. I love that that's our mentality now as supporters. Sig writes another one. This is a good one. Assuming there will be a TIFO at the playoff home game, what would you like to see on it? Joe Chabala wrote, Ben on a throne. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Hector Herrera with a crown and a broad sword. I also wouldn't mind seeing Ben, God damn it. Ben on a throne, motorboating Chris's girlfriend. I was going to post that in the Discord, but I'm going to say it here. All right. Ooh, I went to Reddit, too. Reddit's been... We've been doing well on Reddit lately. We have been. So, Reddit. Jonathan writes, Do they not realize when they hold onto the ball, instead of throwing it up with no chance of retaining the ball, they get scored on less? I don't get why they don't try to keep possession like they know how and show in the early parts of games. Instead, they give the ball... To the opposition and say, here, go score on us. And, of course, they get scored on. So frustrating because they show they can do better. So dumb. Jonathan, that's how most teams play at the end. They boot that shit upfield and say, try again. Because most soccer games are, you know this, Jonathan, they're 1-1, 1-0, 0-0, 2-2. It's not like football. Oh, you're going to piss away three opportunities. Why are we booting it up the field? We never start in. And that's what most people do when they park the bus. We park the bus And I hate that because it usually backfires. So I will agree with Jonathan on, of course, they get scored on. Yeah, because it happens more often than not. Pop21234 from Reddit says, Disappointing and frustrating for sure. But I think we've shaken off the conceding last-minute goal curse. Unlucky bounce ended up being a great shot. I'm pretty confident in this team closing out games. Me too. They closed it out versus Miami. They've closed it out many times this year. There's been a couple, right? The Vancouver match, we were up 4-0. They scored, okay. The St. Louis match, they're the number one fucking team in the West. They scored because we played back. This was one I felt like we could have lost because they had some opportunities and Kyoto just didn't get on the end of them. Dash You Dude from Reddit says, Glenn Davis said the team only got to the hotel at 3 a.m. before the game. So that's what I'm going to blame. You know what I'm going to blame? I'm going to blame the shoe bomber from 2001 because if that motherfucker hadn't put a little ignitable in his shoe, security wouldn't have been so hard at the airport. 3 a.m. Somebody's going to have to check that. Did they get there at 3 a.m.? If so, that's shitty. That's real shitty. Rose Garden from Reddit writes Yeah, it's rough. Our midfielders aren't really possession guys except HH. And we don't have a big target man we can rely on to soak up pressure. I guess the rationale is you either blast it long and make them take time to bring it down the field or risk giving up possession close to your own goal and invite more possession that way. We're not secure enough with the ball to be trying to hold possession in our own half. All right. I'm going to disagree heavily with this one. I think Coco and Ace Ace and Amin Bossy, and when he drops deep, Corey Baird, can play possession-based football. Do we have a big target, man? No. But Ibrahim Aliou is pretty fucking good at his hold-up play. He is pretty good at hold-up play. Yes, blast it long and invite pressure. That's what happens. Uh, I think we are secure enough with the ball in our own half because we play out of the back a lot. A lot. More often than not. But, you know, we all see different things. Right? M. Falconer from Reddit says, I don't know what y'all think, but this is my assessment. We played on the road. In Montreal, that trip is long as fuck. Agreed. We played against a team in desperation mode. They're out of the playoffs, even with that point they earned as we speak. Agreed. We found the goal, and keep in mind that winter ties would help us. We held up well. Agreed. We rotated a lot, regardless of only playing without HH. Played without a lot of guys. is the big one. I was not impressed by Bartlow. LAFC wanting to bounce back was a reality. They got to put playoffs to rest. Minnesota happened to be in their way. He also writes, I know Ali was playing with a bag of pressure that he doesn't believe he should have. He'll be better. He will be. Look at Quinones. Everybody was anti-Quinones at the beginning of the year. Everybody but me was bared out. They came along. We're fine. He says, we need a center forward number nine. I think that is Aliu, And if it's not Aliu, it's Corey Barrett until Aliu is ready. All things considered, things ended up working out for us. Montreal's goal was a bit of banger. A bit of a bang or so, whatever. It was. It was a golazo. It was a great fucking goal. There's nothing you can do. He hit it pure. Steve never had a chance. All right, Wes Snyder, how do you say this? Wes Snyder says, I think we played well on the road. I do, too. I think we've played well on the road all year. He says, I don't know if you've been to Montreal, but he went last year. The crowd is very soccer knowledgeable, and their supporters are hooliganesque. It's a hostile place to play. Yo, I heard him dropping motherfuckers on the on the broadcast. My daughter was watching the game with me. Luckily, she was eating. She couldn't hear it over her chewing. The section I was sitting in had a lot of Algerian and sub-Saharan francophones, and they were jawing the entire game and stared me down because I wasn't speaking French. Parlez-vous français, Wes? Oui, oui, monsieur. Comment tout avez The supporters have this funny chant where they hold up a sign that says, but, but, but. Which in French means goal. My wife and I were laughing so hard at them jumping up and down, that's funny. In, uh, in French, fuck is factory. French lesson for you. They have metal high school bleachers for stands. So do Miami. So when you combine the crowd noise with the banging, it gets intense. Yes, banging can be intense. I've experienced some intense banging in my ears. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dynamo got a point, which propelled us into the playoffs. Ben has his team playing beyond what I expected. I, look, what did I say at the beginning of the year? I thought we would guaranteed a playoff play-in game, possibly seventh. Okay. But yeah, this is beyond what we've expected for most of us. If we can get a home game for the playoffs, that would be awesome. Wes, we will. Joey has yelled at me repeatedly for not knowing that. And then he writes, Open Cup champs, let's go. Fuck yeah. Yeah, we're we're still the Open Cup champs, boys. We're still in CONCACAF next year. Jonathan G. writes again, Could have maintained possession better. True. Especially once they showed during the match that they were capable. Felt they let a win slip away, but it's a drastic change from what normally happens on the road. Still upset by it, though. Raising the bar of expectation. That's the biggest thing here is our expectations for this club are not what they've been in the past. They are higher. So we're expecting to hold a lead on the road. Normally, what would happen in the past, boys, we'd be, we'd be tied at home We're on the road and then we'd lose at the fucking end. Now we're winning and we've pissed away a few, two that I can think of. Okay. Another guy writes, I write to hear myself. I don't know if that's how that works. His name is I write to hear myself. I write to see myself, maybe. He says, obviously it was upsetting. That ref seemed to do everything in his power to give Montreal a point. There was when uh, Baird got the yellow card. That ref was obviously miffed with Baird and Franco Escobar. I wasn't. I love Franco Escobar and Baird. He says, we looked a little tired, played decent. The other team had figured out how to intercept our passes. Kowalczyk played like a beast. The man is short but can jump like one of those desert mice. You wrote wrote dessert mouses. He wrote jump like one of those dessert mouses. I've never had a dessert mouse. It sounds fucking gross. One of those desert mice. I think he's going to be a beast. Bartlow did amazing. I didn't like Bartlow. I was not very, very high on him. Dorsey looked tired. They said Dorsey's name more than anybody else. From what I heard. And he has fucking come along. And Joey never lets me forget it. He says, I'm happy we made it to the playoffs. It's not bad for being heavily rotated. We almost run one. Had the ref not been an insufferable little bitch, I'm sure he's Canadian. Something has to be done with these refs, man. They're never held accountable, but I digress. Do you hate Canadians? Do you hate Canadians? If so, join the I Hate Canada Club founded by I Right to Hear Myself. Uh, Dude, they're never held accountable. They're never going to be. Not in any fucking league. Even when they admit they make mistakes, the league's like, what are we going to do? You can't go back in time. So I don't know if he's Canadian. He didn't look Canadian. He looked Hispanic. He looked two or more races, which, by the way, is how you should fill out every job application from here on out. And when it says uh, nationality or color or whatever, put American. God damn it. All right. A159746X writes, Jesus Christ, really. We played good with plenty of chances we didn't make the most of. We held a 1-0 lead for 86 minutes, and that Montreal goal was lucky. It was lucky. The days of playing the whole game on defense are long gone. Hell yeah, they are. Guys, I know that we've seen a lot in here about we didn't hold possession. We primarily have held possession more often than not this season. We parked the bus, we took our foot off the gas, and we got fucking punished. And it happens to, wait for it, wait for it, everyone. It happens to every team. When they do that, but it doesn't happen all the time. More often than not, you hold the lead. Okay. I've never understood, hey, we're winning playing this style. Let's change it. At the same time, in the NFL, when teams go to a prevent defense, it, it backfires as well because they run underneath routes and then shit goes wrong. So, as far as uh, my thoughts on the match, keep playing, play the whole 90 plus six. I didn't know if six minutes was, uh, was enough. I mean, I thought, it, I thought it was obviously because we drew. I'm like, no, it was fucking too much. But I had to go pick my daughter up from dance. So I missed a portion of the game. Uh, but it seemed like with our guys going down a bit at the end, <laughs> going down, that uh, we were time-wasting a little. Clark was time-wasting for sure. Man of the match is Artur. tour. hands down. Uh, we had a good game. We outplayed him. I got excited when I saw Ari Lasseter starting. I will tell you this. Ari Lasseter played better than I saw him play here. And I don't know if that's attributed to the coaching in Montreal or what. But Ari Lasseter looked okay. He should not be starting on a team. I don't think he's a starter. But he actually had one of the better games for the Montreal team. A few of his crosses were fucking dangerous. As far as... Uh, Worst game? I don't know. Uh, Aliyu? No, I'm going to say Bartlow. If you look at when people were subbed off, you would probably say Ibrahim Aliyu. But I don't think Bartlow was very impressive. Early on, he was not. He kind of grew into the game a little bit. But early on, dude, I was like, what in the fuck, where is Sviatchenko? Sviatchenko wasn't even on the bench. He left the elder statesman home because this week... These next possible six points are huge. (coughs) Excuse me. We should go out there and we should slap the shit out of Colorado. (coughs) I'll be there with all my kids. All of them and me. So, uh... Jesus Christ. I got something in my throat. Let me clear my throat. So, uh... Oh, shit. Boys and girls, you know what that means. Time is up. at the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get his second! Yes, he does! Goes in off the hands of J.T. Marcinkowski. It's Ferreira. Has picked up the second. It's 4-2 to two, Houston Dynamo. Big shout-out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at F-W-F-T-X on all social media platforms. Once again, that's familiar with failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool ass people.